You're listening to the Grow Further podcast, dedicated to helping you on your journey to get from where you are now to where you want to be. I'm Christy. I'm Ellie. And we are your hosts. Grow further with us, starting now. Hello, everybody. And you may be saying, oh my gosh, what what episode is this? You normally do bi-weekly, but you're dropping another one Thanksgiving week. You are correct. Yes, we are. Because gratitude is so important and we don't want to miss out on talking about the importance of it so that maybe you can walk away with a few things to keep top of mind that you can do to not only experience more gratitude, but also offer it to improve the relationships with those around us. As always, with those that we lead, love, work with, and serve. So here's the bonus episode around gratitude. Hope you enjoy it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a bonus episode of the Grow Further podcast. I am here with a special guest host. I'm here with Paul Carroll. Maybe you remember him from the Unspoken Messages episode that we had not too long ago. Um, He is the Executive Director of Colleague and Leadership Development at CVS Health, and grateful to have you back, Paul, to talk about gratitude, especially around Thanksgiving. Oh, man, I am so delighted to be back. And man, this is cosmic timing, Christy. Yeah, it's really nice time. I mean, we wanted to provide this bonus episode because I feel like this is not something that people are going to say, oh, yeah, I'm surprised that you're doing a gratitude episode on Thanksgiving. I think many of you are going to be like, of course. And I've heard a lot about this before. What could you possibly tell me today, you know, that is any different than what I've heard about the power of gratitude in the past. But I'm really looking forward to the conversation with you, Paul, because I think In our society, we know that gratitude is valuable. We know that for those of us that are parents, we want our kids to be grateful. For those of us who have been children, which is everybody, (laughs) um, we likely sat on the laps of a caregiver, parent, grandparent that told us that we needed to be grateful. So where I'd love to start with you, Paul, is exploring why is gratitude so important? Like, let's dive in beyond the common sense aspect of it to maybe some of that neuroscience behind the power of gratitude. It is so incredibly powerful. And this is where, Christy, you and I can geek out on the neuroscience behind gratitude, you know, beyond the common sense. So we know there is research from Marty Seligman at Wharton and Robert Eamons at UC Davis that shows the neurochemical benefits of gratitude, which shows that you decrease levels of cortisol in your neurochemistry, that is the neurochemical associated with anxiety and fear. And we increase the levels of oxytocin and serotonin. Oxytocin, right, Christy? It's the cuddle drug. Oh, and yeah. I was going to say, feel it makes that, you want to cuddle. You feel that every <laughs> night when you hug Mia, but we forget that oxytocin even just comes from interpersonal and social interactions, and gratitude creates that. So there's all this. Uh, neuroscience to support the power of gratitude. So it's not just be grateful because it makes sense to be. It's like, no, you're going to be more mentally healthy, more physically healthy. You're going to sleep better. Your overall well-being is going to be better. So that's at the individual level. There's also a lot of research to support the power of gratitude in a workspace, right? Like, Clearly, the common sense would tell us, well, if you're feeling better as a person, if you have more of a balance with between your negative emotions and positive emotions as a person, then maybe you would show up better able to perform to the highest levels of your potential and all those things. However, it goes beyond just the benefits for you. There's benefits to teams. 100%. So I think typically we think of gratitude as, oh, if I'm feeling down, 
if I show gratitude, it's going to help me and Christy, it's going to help the other person. They're going to feel good. What I love that you're saying is think about the impact on a broader level to a team where there is a culture of gratitude. And you and I have looked at articles from Harvard Business Review and Better Up that show it's a driver of employee engagement. It's a driver of employee retention. So yeah, there's a team's level impact to gratitude. And and so Christy, like, so Christy, this is amazing. Like we know it's good for us. We know Mm -hmm. it's good for other people. We know it's good for teams. Why is it so darn hard? Why don't we just do it then? (laughs) Oh, gosh, I I wish it could be just that easy. But there's something called the negativity bias, where our brain tends to focus on the things that are negative. And that comes from a primitive survival mechanism in our brains that it's very important for the bad to weigh more than the good in our mind. And so when we're scanning our environment at home, at work, Um, reviewing projects or just looking around your house, you're going to notice the stuff that's out of place. But research does show that when you start intentionally seeking what is good in your environment, you start scanning your environment for what's good. You start focusing on the little things. Then it doesn't take as much effort to notice those things in the future. That's why it's so important to have some type of routine of not letting gratitude happen by chance but being intentional about experiencing it, because if we're not, the negativity bias is going to overtake our brains and our focus. We absolutely have to be intentional about it. And we're going to talk about creating a gratitude routine, because as you said, Christy, I feel like there's a gratitude muscle. And if we're not careful, that muscle will atrophy unless we're really intentional about working it out all the time. Um, what if we just start with that? Because because here we we told you that we wanted to explore a little bit of the science. And obviously, Paul and I could talk about this for many, many more <laughs> minutes. Uh, but we do not want to bore you and lose you, okay? <laughs> so we already said that it's important. We already talked about why it's really hard. And so I'm hoping that for those of you that are like, I don't have a gratitude practice. <clears throat> I haven't been incorporating that at home, at work, in my relationships. It's okay. Most people aren't doing it intentionally. That's why we have little things like this, little reminders that can help us be more intentional about it. And that's what Paul and I want to offer you today are a a few simple things that we can do to make gratitude more routine and to increase the quality of the gratitude when we choose to give it. But I'm going to actually throw the question out to you, Paul. Do you think that it's likely and possible for us to have routines of gratitude at work and at home? I do. 100%. 100%. And here's the uh, here's the metaphor I'll use. You know, we have a workout and an exercise routine to keep ourselves in physically good shape. Why not have a routine for gratitude that keeps that muscle, as I said, in really Ooh. good shape? And Christy, what we may hear from leaders is like, it's, it's hard to have a routine because typically I offer gratitude when I observe behavior that yes. deserves a thank you. Yes, when I'm inspired. The touchdowns, not the first downs, right? Football season, we all, well, many of us like football season. It's like during the touchdowns, yes, gratitude, but during those first downs, eh. Yep, precisely. And so I think a lot of people listening, colleagues, leaders may say, well, it's something you do in the moment. And I think what you and I want to offer is, yes, you can do that, but also make the time on your calendar because guess what? There are going to be multiple first downs 
in a week. So mm. Christina, you, you and I were talking before, is there an opportunity in your calendar on a Friday morning to carve out 15, 20 minutes to reflect and offer gratitude to colleagues, team members, family members, anyone? Uh, what I, I mean, you know how I feel about this. I think that that's an excellent idea. And I'm going to play devil's advocate just for a second. I think that there's some people that are listening that are going to say, well, wouldn't that make it like, could the gratitude routine actually undermine the feeling of gratitude if it's something that's on your calendar? Like for people that are thinking that, like, I don't know if that would really work for me. I feel like that would make it more inauthentic. What would you say to them? And certainly it's valid. It can sound a little mechanical. Oh, you're adding it yeah. to your calendar. It's a task. It's something you're going to check. And Christy, I think we're advocating always give gratitude in the moment. I think all the uh, yes. research from Harvard Business Review says as soon as you observe it, offer it within 24 hours. Nonetheless, there is a place to make it part of your routine. And like I said, I offer Friday because I think Friday is a day that we can reflect on the week and think yeah. about where are those first downs that I want to acknowledge and create that mm -hmm. team culture of gratitude. Well, and if you don't do that, how are you creating a team culture of gratitude? If you don't incorporate it within the routines of your team, right? Um, so that's one method to think about how you can make sure that those around you are feeling appreciated is to actually carve out time on your calendar. I think something else that we could possibly do and, and challenge our leaders to do not only in our organization, but in others, is how can you create a gratitude practice as part of your regular meetings, mm. right? Like, I can't tell you how many executives I've had the opportunity just to interact with that I ask, how many of you have a gratitude practice as part of your team? And they're like, what? <laughs> a what? A gratitude? No, like, we got to get to business. We got to get results. But the research shows that actually when you take the time to focus on gratitude. And Paul, I love what you were saying earlier about your physical fitness muscle. What about your mental fitness muscle? If we want people to fire on all cylinders, this is part of mental fitness. That's not only enough for individuals to experience, but like if you can incorporate a mental fitness practice by way of gratitude in your team meetings, I think that can only level up the performance of our teams. I completely agree. And, and this is not self-promotion, but I've added it to our team meetings. And I'm wow. And it took a little bit of a leap of courage because I didn't know how the team would react. And it starts the meeting on such a great, it really does uh, inspiring note. And I just think about, okay, I'm seeing oxytocin <laughs> and serotonin yes, levels rise. And we're yes. in a really good place to have a very productive meeting with a packed agenda. Yeah. Yeah, I've loved it. And I actually feel more connected to our team members when we do that. Um, it, it it really opens up my mind to even be more open and curious to what they have to say, especially if we even have a disagreement, like later on in conversation, starting there, it's so healthy for our team. And I've loved that you've done that. So we want to encourage you to think big. You know, if the Friday carving out in your calendar doesn't really, if that doesn't resonate with you, if the incorporating gratitude in your team meetings doesn't resonate with you, find a way to make it to where you're not being grateful by chance and you're being more intentional about it. And we know the value in a routine in general. So that would be our first tip. Our second tip that we would like to offer you is around, as I was saying before, it's not enough just to say thank you. And like I said, it's a good place to start if you have not been saying thank you at all. But Paul, let's talk about the power of how we choose to say thank you, because I think that we've all been thanked and it actually had the opposite effect. <laughs> or 
not thanked and other people were thanked for a project that we were part of. And even though that wasn't the intention of that leader of that person, you could walk away feeling really deflated when you're not given the praise that you feel like you're that you deserve. Yeah, that's what Dr. David Rock would talk about, like in-group versus out-group. If I'm left yes. out of gratitude that's been sort of dispersed to a larger group, it can have the opposite effect. Ooh, exactly. So be mindful of who's in that two line on your email. If you're choosing to write an email of thanks, <laughs> yeah. make sure that everybody part of the project is actually included. Um, because I think that we've likely all been possibly left out or have left someone out. And that is not good. <laughs> Like that's how intent impact, not great. But when we get it right, when we actually have the right people in that two line, or we're looking at the person that we want to thank, how can we make it more effective? How can we go beyond thank you? And why is that important? And there's two things that come to mind, Christy. So let's start with one. And and maybe this is more appropriate for an individual uh, recognition or gratitude. And I would say it, it, it's duration. And so, Christy, you and I have been the recipients of thank you. I appreciate you. Thanks for that great work. Fine. But I think there's power in staying in it for a while, particularly for the receiver. And Christy, if I may share an illustration or a story that just happened to me last week where a leader came into my office and offered praise and gratitude, and it was wonderful. And I almost felt a little embarrassed. So I wanted to move on to business. And that leader intentionally said, no, 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 Paul, we're going to shift to the team, but I just want to stay in this for a moment and share a little bit more. Special. And, and Christy, what was powerful about that gratitude was there was, there was an intention to stay in it for a while. And yeah. I felt it. And I think that's a lesson for you and I, when we offer gratitude is to be really, really explicit and to be super, um, spend time talking about what the other person did. Sometimes, Christy, we want to focus on the impact on us. And right. We've done that. And we do it yes. with very good intentions, which is wonderful. But the challenge, Christy, is when we do that, we hijack the, the, the good actions of that person and make it all about us. And there's an opportunity to 100% person focus on the other person, what he or she did and the actions they took. So what I'm hearing you say is sometimes when we say thank you, it's like, thank you so much. I was able to relax fully on the weekend (laughs) because you took that. It just meant so much to me. So sometimes we thank people with a focus on the impact on ourselves versus the effort, the energy that it took for that person to actually do the action that led to that impact on us. So is that what you're saying, Paul? Like, don't just focus on you when you're giving thanks. Make sure that you're focusing on the energy the person put in there, the effort that they gave, and that you're actually saying thank you for things that you observed, not just how you felt. Completely. And, and Christy, yeah. I loved your example because I heard I and me <laughs> exactly. before I heard you. Yes. And so so be mindful of that. Like, are in your thank yous, are you giving the I and the me before the you? I really like that, Paul. I think that's easy to remember and that sticks for me. So yeah, so just think about that. And I would say what, Paul, what you just said, I could see that really being impactful for those that you lead, but also those that you love. Am I right? Like our partners, our friends, members of our community that do things for us, like this thank you extends beyond the workplace to bettering the relationships in our mental health and physical health and our life in general. So that... Do you agree that goes beyond work? I love it too, Christy, because what you're doing is you're flexing the the gratitude muscle even more. 
So you don't compartmentalize. Well, I do it at work, but I'm not going to do it with my spouse or my friends or my family. Completely agree. We use this skill or practice 24-7. And that, again, cultivates an environment of gratitude and appreciation, not only at work, but in our personal lives as well. It's so important. And there's one last tip that we want to leave you with, everybody, which is something that many of you have likely experienced. And I don't know if we do it as often as maybe we'd like. And that is the power of a handwritten thank you note, a handwritten thank you note. How many of you listening right now have received one and or have written one? And I'd love for you to take a moment to reflect on what that was like for you. We saved the best for last, Christy. Oh, yeah. So this this is a difference maker in our digital world, right, Christy? We can fire off a text. We can fire off an email, verbal thank you. They're wonderful. They have their place. But there is something so powerful about an old school handwritten note. And Chrissy, this is why. I think it's the intention and the effort that that person put into that gratitude that really lands with the receiver. I totally agree. I can think back on notes of appreciation that I've received. I've kept some of them. I know you and I were talking before we started that you have notes that people have written you. And I'd say that it's still more rare. That's maybe why it means so much. It's a it's a difference maker. And may I share that story because you and I were chatting because I sure. just want to use it as an illustration of how gratitude can go viral. So I did a retreat weekend in upstate New York. And when we were saying our goodbyes, one of the men on the retreat hugged me and then pushed a note into my hand and instructed me, I don't, I just wrote you a note, but don't read it until you get home, got home. So you can imagine the excitement and journal. And I want to really read this note. And it was really powerful and it was handwritten. I still have it. It's three years old, Christy. So the impact on me was amazing. But here's what I want to say, Christy, to our listeners is about four months later, I did the same practice in a professional environment. There was an event at work. Somebody made a real impact on me. And before they left, I wrote a handwritten note to that person. And two years later, that person said to me, Paul, I still have that note. So Christy, I don't know what it is, but there is something so powerful about a handwritten note. And we don't have to mail it. We could even write a note to our spouse or to somebody in our own house. And there's impact. And how did you feel when you wrote the note? Like it went viral. I wrote that note for Kevin and it felt really good. It felt really good to write it. It felt really good to give it to him. It felt really good to see the like confused reaction on his face. Yeah. Um, hey, so remember everybody, it's not gratitude exercises is not just for the person that's on the receiving end. It's for you too. And so let's do it not only for those that we love, <laughs> lead, work with and serve, but for you. It's the quickest way to turn your mood around. It is. Like if you're having a rough day, Christy, all right, let's just, let me just send a heart at work or let me send a quick email because I've done it. And I'm like, why don't I do this more? (laughs) Right. So if any of you feel motivated right after this podcast ends, and if you're driving, obviously don't do this right now, (laughs) right? Or at the gym, like I get it. You don't want to do that right now. But maybe when you get home and you get to a space where you feel like you could sit down and really intentionally write that note, go ahead and do it. Don't don't stop yourself. Like just go ahead and do it. Think about somebody that's really done something that you appreciate and take the time to write them a handwritten note and see what happens. There's this po- there's this um positive loop 
when it comes to gratitude, where when we experience it or give it, it increases the likelihood for the other person to do the same per the story that you just shared, Paul. You received the handwritten note. You felt motivated to write a handwritten note to someone else. And I just think that we can. It's almost like the the Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts. You go through the line and somebody pays for your coffee. Have you ever had that happen to you? And that feeling of like, oh, my gosh. And then you just want to pay it forward. Pay it forward. Right. So so pay it forward, everybody, if you're listening to this. So, Christy, I love if you're. I love the challenge you've issued because what perfect timing. So we are releasing this Thanksgiving week. Right. The whole country is celebrating gratitude. Hey, why not do it? And then we have the holidays. So I think this is cosmic timing to really flex our gratitude muscle. Totally agree. And I'm actually going to practice right now um, with uh, with gratitude. Um, Paul, number one, appreciate you for being here and doing this with me, especially you know, this is a topic that you and I both really are par- passionate about. And just having this time with you really means a lot. I'm grateful for the fact that Ellie is going to be, she's healthy, everybody. I know that you haven't heard from Ellie in a while. She delivered her beautiful baby boy. She will be coming back. So we will start doing some podcasts together. So Ellie, if you're listening, totally grateful for you. So glad that you're healthy and baby triple D is healthy as well. And I can't wait to get you back. And I also want to extend gratitude to someone who's been working behind the scenes. Paul, you know, podcasts, they don't just happen. (laughs) They are hard and there's a lot of editing and producing associated with it. So um, Jed is our producer editor. And I just wanted to shout out to you, Jed. Um, I see you. I appreciate you and the energy that you put into listening and re-listening and editing this podcast. It really um, makes a difference and I think has made this podcast help it go from uh, a good place to a really great place. So Jed, I appreciate you. All right, everybody, think about those people, your team, how you can cultivate cultures of appreciation and gratitude. And until next time, and between now and then, grow just a little bit further, everybody. Thank you. Take care. Thanks, Paul. everybody and that does it that concludes our special bonus episode all around the power of gratitude and hey you know what i said thank you during the interview to quite a few people and there's one other really large group of people that i want to thank and that's all of you just know that we do this podcast for you to help you grow a little bit further in your lives i do i mean and when i'm talking to you i'm also talking to myself because remember i'm an enthusiast i'm not an expert i'm still learning and growing right alongside all of you and This podcast would not exist if we didn't have all of you on the other end listening to these episodes. So thank you so much for the reviews that you've written. Thank you for following and subscribing. And thank you for coming back each and every week. And just know the little notes that many of you send me about what you appreciated and what you hope to hear. That just means the world to me. And I cannot wait to continue delivering and hearing more about what's important to you and your growth so that we can make sure that we talk about it. Thanks, everybody. I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving with you and yours and be safe out there. We'll see you again soon with our next guest, our very own Michelle Peluso. Can't wait to introduce you to that conversation. It's going to be really exciting. See you soon. Thank you for listening to the Grow Further podcast. If you'd like to help us grow further, please subscribe. And don't forget to let us know what you thought of today's episode. Thank you.